Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to the Thursday edition of Big Bets here on Vista and Dave Ross and Amal Shaw here at South Point Casino and Hotel Amal. To say that we have a big show on Big Bets today yeah. would be the understatement so far of the infancy of our show. I would agree with you there. Not one, not two, not three, not four, five, six guests today. All right, LeBron. <laughs> We're going to have world-renowned gambler Mattress Mac is going to join the program here at the bottom of this hour. He has some rather big bets on the Houston Astros to win the World Series. But, Amal, it's not just going to be me and you that are going to have the privilege of talking to Mattress Mac. We're going to have Jimmy Vaccaro, who runs things right here at the South Point, is going to join us. And have you heard of him? Brent Musburger, the godfather himself, will be in the building to help us conduct that interview with Mattress Mac. I'm not really familiar with him, but being an Ohio State <laughs> fan, I've heard him call a game or 12. It, it's the greatest thing ever. Every Buckeye highlight, you, you hear Buckeye. Oh, absolutely. It's I great. I mean, just you're looking live. We can't wait to have all those fine gentlemen join us here at the bottom of this hour. Uh, later on in hour number one, we're going to ship up to Boston. Josh Applebaum is going to join us uh, with his insights before we get to Thursday Night Football. Yes, we begin week eight of the NFL tonight with the Buccaneers against the Ravens. We'll talk a lot about that at 12.15, our time here, Pacific Coast time, with Mike Pritchard. Of course, we're going to talk all things Pritchard. I can't wait to get Pritchard's thoughts on his old team, mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos, as they go over the big, the big pond this weekend, over to London, take on the Jaguars. And the reports of Russell Wilson doing high knees on the plane as everybody else was sleeping. Like, I, I, 
I just never heard of such a thing. Not, and by the way, I know everybody's knocking it. I'm not knocking at them all. It just makes me go, did you need to do that? Or was this just like, I'm really going to show you guys just how hard I work. Listen, if you're playing as poorly as Russell, it doesn't matter what you're doing. All this nonsense is not going to resonate with people. you got to perform on Sundays. What's he going to do, lead him to 12 points now? Let's hope he can get two touchdowns yeah, over I mean, there. Because the Wolverine blood, he's going to be back. Uh, so he says for that game on Sunday morning, our time. And then we're going to have uh, Jeff Malm's going to join us once again. And he is, of course, DraftKings senior trader. So Jeff is going to join us in hour number two. Can't wait to get his thoughts and what he's seen. Buy, sell, buy, buy. Every time we talk to Jeff, I just feel like it's it's right out of trading places. Yeah. One of the greatest. I, well, I think they're I think they're wagering more than a dollar over there, though. You think so? I do. Because that was the bet from Mortimer. Yes. It was one dollar. Uh, that's a spoiler alert in case you haven't watched that classic from the early 80s. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? Uh, listen, let's get right into Thursday Night Football because, you know, to me, Amal, and, and this is something uh, I say a lot on, on social media, in Thursday Night Football, the league can tell us how much they, the NFL, value safety. Right. Safety first. Do you really? Because you keep doing these Thursday Night games, and what's noticeable by the Thursday Night games, not just the poor play, which is evident if you've been watching this stuff, it's the guys that aren't available. And you just, it's like a mash unit, paging Hawkeye and Pierce, because you just need bodies out there on a Thursday night. Uh, to that point, the Bucks are going to be short already four starters, yeah. and it could be five if Julio Jones is a game time decision tonight if he can't go. And that's, that's not even on the day one starters from week one that have long been lost for the Buccaneers. Right. So you're really getting into, if you really wanted to play it at their front 11, their first 11 on offense. They're probably missing seven of those guys they would have had slated in for week one. Wow, that's unbelievable in terms of uh, what you see from an injury standpoint. But you see the line move. It's gone from the Ravens minus two now to Buccaneers minus one and a half. And that is what's very inquisitive yeah. uh, for, for me. And obviously the Ravens are going to be dealing with some of the same things on a short week here, trying to get those bodies uh, in play. Of course, the Ravens held on on Sunday uh, to beat the Browns. The Buccaneers were not as fortunate in their game against the Panthers. It does not feel... Again, you would say for a three and four football teams, must win for the Buccaneers. It doesn't feel that way to me because of the division they're in. Yeah. I actually look at the Ravens right now in their division, and I go, it might be more important. More important. Yes, both teams would love to win this game for their own reasons. But in the, in the greater scheme, doesn't it feel like it really would be for the Ravens' benefit much more than the Bucs? I feel like the Bucs can stumble and still figure out a way to get this thing right and win a, a really bad division where the Ravens might not have that luxury if the Bengals keep hot on their heels right now tied for the uh, AFC North lead. I would agree with you there, and you look at the odds right now, the Ravens are the favorite to win this division at minus 165, coming back with plus 180 on the Cincinnati Bengals. But to me, when you look at the schedule right now, you're at the Buccaneers, at the Saints. Neither game's going to be easy because both teams with solid defenses. Um, you got a bye, you got Carolina at Jacksonville, Broncos at Steelers. Uh, Falcons still remaining. And then the final game of the regular season, finally they got a good division matchup here that could mean something between Cleveland, I'm sorry, between Baltimore and Cincinnati. So I get why you're saying that, but their schedule is still very manageable. I, I don't think they're in trouble in any way, shape, or form. It's a good point because, again, the schedule is, to, to your point, again, if the Buccaneers, a very winnable game, obviously, tonight at New Orleans, by the way, they are, New Orleans is going to go with Andy Dalton, over Jameis Winston. So we'll see if that still holds by the time the Ravens get there in two weeks down there, the big easy. And then it does look easy, right? Because then you do have the Panthers and potentially the Jags, a two and five Jaguar team. We just talked about Russ and his Wolverine blood. 
and the Steelers are, and also ran it all, also feels like. The Browns right now really struggling. The Falcons, okay, they show flashes offensively, but defensively not very good. The Steelers, again, you're right. It feels like a very manageable schedule for the Ravens going forward. It, it truly does. you got the Steelers twice, you mentioned now. They would play face Deshaun Watson uh, in week number 15. He would be back with the Browns. Mm-hmm. But remember, he's a guy who's missed two seasons so far, so I think that could have a huge impact. Um, for me, the big thing is when you look at this Ravens team, They've been in a position really to be 7-0. and Yes. Can they maintain the lead? Can they continue to play at the level that they played, as you alluded to it yesterday, for 45 minutes, but they need to do it for 60 minutes? It's, it is amazing. Again, we've talked a lot about the quarterbacks. Who do you trust here in the NFL, certainly in a betting, betting standpoint? Lamar Jackson, I might trust him more than anyone in 45 minutes. <laughs> he is the lowest-rated quarterback in the entire NFL in the fourth quarter. That is startling to me. For a guy as talented as Lamar, who looks like an MVP for three quarters, and then somehow he and the team, this is not all on Lamar, by the way, but he and the team recede to the point where he's the lowest-ranked quarterback in the NFL. That is preposterous. Yeah, and I, you know, I'd love to know what goes into the calculations for that because I think in certain scenarios, if it's an interception, obviously it's going to be big, but they've sure. been in situations where they're not throwing it as much like that game against Miami. Feels like all, they're sitting on leads. Yeah, and, and then all of a sudden you have a turnover. Look, against uh, Cleveland the other day, they have a turnover late, had an opportunity to potentially cover the game itself, and then the Browns go the other way. They were fortunate enough that they get called for an offensive pass interference if you're a Ravens fan on Amari Cooper against Marcus Peters. Otherwise, in that, uh, I'm sorry, not Marcus Peters, but... Yeah, and you're right, the, the push-off. Yeah. And again, you've seen that not called before. It mm-hmm. clearly was. He did extend yeah. the arm. I understand that. But sometimes that, that you know, if the, if the defensive back makes a play to get back in the play, sometimes that goes unnoticed because the DB stopped in the play. I think it was uh, much more evident. But to your point, that's how close they could have been, a blown call away from losing that football game. There's no question about it. And they've been able to uh, kind of w- just stave off the Browns. Or they were very fortunate. Yeah, we'll talk much more about the Thursday night game again with Josh Applebaum this hour and Mike Pritchard in hour number two. What's interesting to me as we gear up for the trade deadline in the NFL, you're seeing some moves being made. And the one yesterday, uh, Robert Quinn goes from the Bears to the Eagles. That was a big one as we were getting off the air yesterday from big bets. And why it's big is, well, obviously for the Eagles, the rich get richer. Maybe we've just had a case of that a little bit today with the Chiefs. And I would say a smaller move, at least it looks like it is. They get Kadarius Toney away from the Giants. Now, if you remember who Kadarius Tony is, it's a first-round pick from Florida last year. Yeah. To, I mean, we're talking about just a second-year guy who is a first-round pick, and they give up now a conditional third, which could be significant, and a sixth. But what that goes to show is twofold. One, the Chiefs think they can get something out of them, where you're willing to give up two picks, one as high as potentially a third. And two, the new management in New York, we're not tied to you. That's yeah. what it says to me. I, I would agree with both assessments you gave there. And I think in Kansas City, he's going to be an interesting guy to watch. I think he could be really dangerous, tremendous in space. Uh, doesn't have overwhelming speed, but he's got quickness. And I think with the way the Kansas City operates, the one thing you have to give Andy Reid and that offense credit for, along with Eric Bieniemy, is they know how to get their guys the ball in areas that they succeed and excel at. You look at that Jarek McKinnon third down play. You look at uh, McCall Hardman around the edge. I mean, they just know how to utilize their people in ways that make them effective and successful. And, you know, look, that's why I think they were very comfortable moving on from Tyreek Hill. Now they're bringing a guy like Kadarius Toney. In this offense, 
he could become worth more than a third round and a sixth round pick. I agree. Look, look at the Chiefs. They're averaging almost 32 points per game without Tyreek Hill. Okay. And I think everybody said, well, they don't have any speed anymore. Hmm, you know, I, Hartman can run as, not as, nobody, I don't know if anybody's as fast as the Cheetah. Yeah. But it's not like he can't run. And Kadarius Tony can run when healthy. So now you've got two guys with possession guys and then a, a great weapon, obviously, in Travis Kelsey. Feels like another toy for Patrick Mahomes. And he's like, okay, uh, I might miss Tyreek sometimes and, you know, just go make up a play in the dirt. But I got guys that can go get it. There's no question about it. When you look at this team, I think the Chiefs at 7-1 to one are great odds. I think they're going to wind up as the two-seed in the AFC. Mm. Um, they're going to have a great opportunity. And they got to win one game in Buffalo. Um, I think right now, Kansas City and Buffalo are head and shoulders above everybody else in the AFC. And you see it reflect in the odds. Bills plus 120 to win the AFC. Chiefs are plus 350. Ravens 9-1. to Bengals 12-1. to and, and see that, it really shows you that line of demarcation there mm-hmm. between the Chiefs and the Ravens right now. So, I, like, it's, you know, who's going to emerge as that next team to really challenge either the Bills or the Chiefs? Again, I, I, I mentioned this yesterday. I do like the Bengals here uh, at 12-1 to to potentially get in this mix. What's really surprising to me is the Raiders show up at 25-1. to like, they're a two-win football team. That shows you the chasm right now, it feels like, that's existing in the AFC. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think you see it with the Chargers, Dolphins, Titans, and Raiders for sure. But don't sleep on those Raiders. Silver and black, baby. Much more to get to when we come back. Let's talk some college football on a Thursday night, not just the game tonight between the Buccaneers and the Ravens. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Beast and the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Get everything VEASAN has to offer for the rest of the football season for only $99. Sign up now and get the VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl, which includes our Pro Picks daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, Pro Tools like our exclusive betting splits, Pro Tips with actionable insights to help up your betting game, deep dives daily into the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball playoffs. By the way, the World Series starts tomorrow, people. Plus our upcoming college basketball, college bowl, and Super Bowl betting guides. Give yourself an edge. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe to get your $99 mid-season special today. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Back alongside, I'm all Shaw Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on a Thursday. And again, can't wait. We're going to have a, a great conversation coming up with Mattress Max. Some very big wagers he has on the World Series on the Astros. Going to have Brent Musburger, Jimmy Vaccaro in studio as well with us uh, to do that interview. So that's going to be a lot of fun here momentarily. But let's get to the Thursday night slate here. And... Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. Last couple of weeks, it's been favorable to do so. Now, they're going to go up against the Hokokoki High. Hey, I knew that was coming. You're right going to give up two touchdowns in Raleigh, 13 and a half for NC State? Is, is this, to you, a prudent play? Just like everyone in College stations looking for the buyout on Jimbo, they're starting to look for it in Blacksburg on Brent Pryor. Already? already? Oh, my oh, God. This man. program is going nowhere fast. You know what's funny? Uh, Beamer and some of these other coaches, you don't really realize, you know, uh, Bo Pelini and Frank Solich in Nebraska, you don't really realize what you had until it's gone. Preach. And I'm telling you right now, they're feeling that one in hokey world right now. And you look at the NC State team without Devin Leary, uh, I think it's going to be a challenge in terms of maybe potentially covering this number. But they are coming off the bye week after the loss against Syracuse. I can't take Virginia Tech. 
it's either you go with uh, NC State here, Dave, uh, and you go against Virginia Tech. The Hokies have been horrific. I've been saying all year long, Grant Wells can't play a quarterback. Uh, this is a team that's just not particularly strong with him under center. He just is inconsistent. Um, wow, total of 39 in the college football game? Wow, that's low. And again, sometimes you get those correlated plays. If you think NC State might find their offense tonight, but with a backup quarterback, sometimes you might lean to the over. If you think Virginia Tech can hang in there, play some defense, you know, muster up seven, 14 points in a low-scoring affair, then maybe you go Tech in the under. Under Is it as simple as that, or do you think the Hokies could really struggle to score points, and maybe you're looking at a 24 nothing, 24-7 type game? Yeah, it could be that way, and I, I think it's probably going to be more on the defensive side. I'd love to see an early score get this total over 41.5 or so on an in-play and maybe come back with an under, but for me right now when I look at it, this is not a game I want to take either way. I'm just glad you brought up Frank Beamer because I was there when uh, Beamer took over the program 1987. I won't tell you what year I was in high school, but let's just say like we remember that well in the, in the Commonwealth of Virginia for those of us that were there, and then you get three decades – of sustained success where you go to a national championship in 1999 in Blacksburg, Virginia against Florida State. I mean, the highest of the highest. And by the way, take a lead into the fourth quarter to win a national championship to the lowest of lows. Not saying this is all Brent Pry's fault. Justin Fuentes came in to replace Frank Beamer, and that really didn't work out. That was a failed experiment. I was, was waiting for Shane Beamer to leave South Carolina and go back and take over what his dad had started but it looks like right now in Hokie land, there's not a lot of hope. No, there really isn't. And to your point, uh, you know, the one thing that's challenging in coaching is you want to take a job where you think you have a potential to win and you're not taking over a train wreck. Well, I get that theory, but a guy like Brent Price sits there and says, hey, do I stay at State College? All of a sudden, the defense isn't as good. I may be under pressure in terms of my job. I got to go take that five-year deal at about 15 to $20 million that they're giving me gives me financial security along with my family for the rest of my life, even if I'm not going to be able to potentially win. That's where I think the real problem is coming in college football because you see people taking jobs that, in reality, maybe you don't want to take. Because yeah. if you look at Virginia Tech, they don't have that recruiting base necessarily. And, you know, for people that are unaware, Blacksburg's kind of situated on its own. Oh, it's out in the middle of nowhere, Absolutely. People. And so I think it becomes a challenge, and we'll see if we can get things turned around, but it would be a good starting point tonight. Uh, on a Thursday night game against NC State. But to me, neither of these teams are winding up with the seasons they wanted. No, I, and I wanted to flip that script very quickly because, again, Brent Pry coming from Penn State, he's going to hang his head on, uh, hat on defense. Mm -hmm. Hasn't really worked out so far. Dave Doran, I understand that you lose your quarterback, and Leary is a key cog in the machine there. Right. But really, they struggled with Leary in the lineup here, certainly offensively. Uh, what do you make of what you've seen at NC State for a team that we really had high hopes for, we being the general betting public, in the ACC? Well, look, uh, you know, Trent Penix got banged up. He's a, a very good tight end, one of the elite tight ends in college football. That had an impact on this team offensively. And then they struggled, uh, you know, throughout the course of the season in terms of pulling away from teams. I know they're 5-2, and two, which is not a bad record, right. particularly for the Wolfpack. But when you look at it, they eke out a win against Florida State, very fortunate in that one. They've beaten Connecticut. Um, they did really have a nice game defensively against Texas Tech, but barely eke out a win against East Carolina. They could they could be four and three just as easily as they are five and two. All right, let's move on to the uh, other couple games here on the slate tonight, Thursday night football. Louisiana going to take on Southern Miss. Uh, that total also what 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 decade is this? We had a thirty nine <laughs> point total for Virginia Tech. We got a forty two point total here for Louisiana against Southern Miss, uh, with Southern Miss catching a point and a half at home. I know normally we say hey these dogs 
inside of two, two and a half points. Maybe you play the money line here if you like the underdog in Southern Miss. What do you think is the right way to attack this one tonight? You know, this is a stay away spot here now. You look at this one, both teams come in at four and three. Uh, this Southern Miss program has been slowly improving. They had really gone down for a while here. Raging Cajun uh, having an okay year com- compared to what they had last year. Remember, Billy Napier took over at Florida. Uh, but this team is coming off of back-to-back wins against Marshall and Arkansas State. But neither of those programs have been overwhelming this year. So when you look at it, I, I think this is a tough game to call. I would probably go towards an in-play opportunity here before I touch this game. No disrespect to the first two games we talked about. But I think we got a, a juicy one here for the nightcap. That's Utah against Washington State going up to Wazoo there. And they're going to lay seven on the road here for the Utes. Now, this is a team I know that you and I both really liked at the beginning of the year. Then they kind of stubbed their toe a week one against Florida. And then I think really that the more disappointing loss comes a little bit later on, on the season here when you get into Pac-12 play. Washington State started off with that great road win at Wisconsin. Maybe it doesn't look as good as what we've seen, what's happened to the Badgers as the year's gone on. What do you make of these two teams here, and what about laying seven on the road? I don't want to lay seven on the Palouse here. Uh, Cam Ward has done a decent job for Washington State. The one problem with him is he's got eight interceptions so far this year. Uh, when I look at this Utah team, a little bit more of a complete football team. They can beat you through the air with Cam Rising. They can beat you on the ground. That's one area that can be extremely effective. And I think that's going to be the challenge for Washington State tonight. Can they stop both? Can you stop Bernard? Can you stop Thomas when they're running the football? If you can do that, then you've got a chance here. Now, we know Utah, uh, they did not uh, cover against SC, even right. though they get that one-point win, because I believe it's three-and-a-half-point favorites there. But they don't care about what we're talking about right. here in that regard. How do you look at their their mentality going forward? Do they still feel like they have visions of grandeur, possibly winning the Pac-12? And, dare I say, the most outside-of-outside shots to even be entertaining thoughts for the college football playoff? I don't think they can get the college football playoff. They have two losses. You're looking at a Clemson potentially going undefeated. You've got the hiccup in the uh, Big 12 right there with Oklahoma State mm-hmm. and TCU who could wind up with one loss at the end of the year. So I think Utah, unfortunately, is eliminated from that. But remember, last year they came and played a classic Rose Bowl, had an opportunity to win that. That would be a big thing for the program. Also, when you say the Pac-12 turn, uh, to win the Pac-12, the big game is November 18th in Eugene against the Ducks. If they can win that game, then they've got a strong probability of winding up in Las Vegas on that game, I think, what, Friday, December 3rd or 4th, mm-hmm. to be able to play against either USC or UCLA, potentially, maybe even Oregon, depending on how uh, the Bruins and the Trojans uh, finish out the season. Because you're going to wind up with one of those two teams in L.A. with two losses. They're going to get eliminated from Pac-12 contention. And then if it's USC that beats UCLA, you've got the head-to-head over them. You're in great shape. And Utah's had tremendous success against the Ducks, but we'll see under Dan Lanning if it's different. But in terms of tonight here, Dave, I'm not going to lay this number. I'm Really what I'm hoping happens is I'm hoping Wazoo jumps out 7 nothing. I would love to get in on Utah at, at a shorter number, 3.5, 4, somewhere in that range. You know, it's, it's so interesting looking at this conference uh, in the macro, if you will, because, you know, you look at Washington and Michael Penix Jr., we were talking about him first couple weeks, maybe a surprise in the Heisman balloting, and then all of a sudden they stubbed their toe at UCLA. And then we go, oh, maybe UCLA. Right. They got in the top ten yeah. in the AP. Maybe UCLA is legit. And then they get rolled in Eugene. Well, maybe Oregon's going to be better than we thought. We all have to go back to that week one shellacking at the hands of Georgia. How good is the conference overall? You know, I think the conference is better than they get credit for. When you look at leagues, um, I would rank them this way. SEC number one. Uh, Big ten. I Excuse me. I would go Big Ten at the top is better than the Big 12, but I'm saying from top to bottom, mm-hmm. right now I'd go SEC 1, Big 12 2, Big 10 3, Pac-12 4, SEC 5. I'm sorry, ACC 5. But I think that the Pac-12 
overall has been better than what we thought at the beginning of the year? No, no question about it. A little bit deeper? Yeah, but here's the only thing I would say. UCLA didn't play anybody out of conference. Oregon got beat by 46 in the non-con. And they're the favorites to win the And Utah loses to Florida. And who did the Trojans play in the non-conference? Rice? Yeah. They struggled a little bit for the first quarter. And, but you, you look at it here. Oregon now is the favorite to win the, the conference at plus $1.10. Yeah. Right? So SC plus 260. You see Utah there over a $4 betting underdog in UCLA. It is odd that UCLA with that one loss has slipped that much. Well, it was unfortunate for them. Bo Nix played the game of his life in Eugene. He did. Uh, you need to stick around here because when we come back, we got a real treat. A royalty in the house right now. Jimmy Vaccaro, Brent Musburger, Mattress Mac. Stick around. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on a Thursday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to this segment of VSIN Big Bets. is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leafless. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. We continue big bets here on a Thursday. And what a real treat it is. We're going to have Mattress Mac. Jim McElvain is going to join us here in just a little bit. But before we get to Jim, we have royalty right here (laughs) on the big bet set. Because when you have the godfather himself, none of us here at VEASAN would be here if it wasn't for the man to my right, Brent Musburger, and Jimmy Vaccaro, who does a great job of running things here at the South Point Casino and Hotel. Gentlemen, it's great to have you both here on a Thursday, I know you're not here just for me, but we got Mattress Mac coming, <laughs> waiting in the wings. You know, it's kind of it's kind of nice to wind up doing a show like this. Obviously, with a, a guy like Musburger to my left here, and we've been friends for almost 40 years now. Wow. Yes, sir. He used to stop in at the Mirage and the Golden Nugget when I was running those places. And naturally, it was amazing how he really started talking about the gambling side of it. <laughs> and I used to bring a couple of the big high rollers in, and he would meet them, and he would say at the end, he said, Jimmy, that guy said he wanted to bet $30,000 on an NBA game. Unbelievable. And, and, uh, whatever. Strong, so, was that his name? Yeah, no, Chuck Sharp. Sharp. Chuck Sharp. Yeah, but, Sharp. But, was he still living in Thailand? Yeah, he passed away about eight oh, months ago. He did? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He was he was the best totally. NBA better yeah. I was ever, ever exposed to. Really? You know what was interesting, Jimmy? He would not bet the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just said, regular no, season? Only regular season, and he bet nothing else. Correct. He, like, he loved the totals. He was good at it, obviously. And uh, he, he never showed his emotion while mm. he was playing. No. I mean, if he had uh, three games and they all lost or to lose 99000 for the day, he would simply say, Jimmy, come on, let's get something to eat. So, you know, in this crazy racket that I call, I've been very fortunate meeting some people that, like, wow, I would have never had the chance to meet them or, or befriend them. And obviously the one to my left was a, a big, big deal. And that's, that's an amazing story. And what I've found is when I talk to people from just being in, in regular TV, then coming out here to the desert last year for Beeson Brent, is that you find great people in this business just like you would any other. I think there was Absolutely. always a connotation with sports gambling that I think now is finally gone by the wayside. Oh, certainly. Right? You know, it, 
what do we have, 40 states? Right, almost across the board. And uh, it will be soon, I suspect, in California, Florida. Not so sure about Texas, you know. I, I never could quite – and they – if Jimmy will tell you, oh, my some goodness. of his best customers I are from Texas. I know where you're going with them. These guys are monster bidders. I mean, he was a, uh, uh, the one guy that made the first bid on the season win totals was Hamburger Jack. And uh, he bet $38,000 that the Cowboys would win uh, over five and a half games because they just got rid of what's his name, Landry. Tom Landry. And brought the new guy in. And, Johnson. Uh, I think they won one game that he, year. He went the over. That did not work out well. And, and uh, for years, Jack, you say – yeah, you Italian bookmakers got me, didn't you? <laughs> but that was a start. Now, there's overs and unders on every sport. That was the first thing that I did. Wow, was the over-unders in that season. Oh, yeah. The year after Landry. Yeah, I remember that well as a Cowboy fan. They only won that one game was in Washington, D.C. that year on their okay. way to a 1-15 season. Then you remember the trade of Herschel Walker oh, to the goodness. Minnesota Vikings. The fleecing. Like seven guys? The fleecing of all yes, fleeces. At least. Yeah, at least yeah. seven guys. <laughs> it, wow. it, it changed the landscape. It's funny, Brent, that you bring that up because we were talking about some of the smaller trades that have been made in the NFL. You don't see blockbusters like that in the no. NFL. Why do you think that is? Is it because everybody saw the example of that as the Cowboys went on to win three out of four Super Bowls? I think one – yeah, exactly. That's exactly what they're – the back of their mind is what the Cowboys did yeah. by trading right. one one play. Also, the valuation of draft choices, mm-hmm. I think they understand how meaningful that is. For right. example, the Bears – I'm sure the Bears are having a little difficulty mm-hmm. in the locker room yeah. having traded Quinn, but – Huge deal. But that's a huge deal for them mm-hmm. in the future. Well, let me put this in there before we forget. I mean, let's look back to Irv Cross, Jimmy the Greek Snyder, <laughs> Phyllis George. And, you know, uh, tell them the story. Like, you could never say point spread. It's tell right. them how that oh, worked. that story. <laughs> that one. That one. Let me hear that one. So uh, Bob Wessler and myself, and we, we bring Greek in the second year. Jimmy was in the second year. But we knew we had to have this meeting with Commissioner Pete Rosell. And I knew that Pete understood gambling because I always saw him at the racetrack. So I said, yeah, this could be okay. <laughs> So it was a very, very warm Pete, – Pete was a very warm guy. And, and it was wonderful with the Greek and he talking about who's going to win the next Kentucky Derby. And Bob and I are just kind of sitting there enjoying it. And then at the end, we were there about 30 minutes, he said, gentlemen, I just have one favor to ask. Now, when the commissioner says one favor to oh, ask – we know it wasn't a favor. This was going to be Hell it. Yeah. And he says, I don't want you to say that the Steelers are minus three or the Rams are plus ten. And I thought, oh, my God, that's what we've got the Greek <laughs> for. Okay. So we walk back. We walk back to Black Rock. And, and we throw out different ideas. And finally, well, let's try a checkboard. Let's just try it. Right. Offense, defense, special teams. And the Greek had to have intangibles because he, <laughs> he always got gossip from Al Davis. Okay, that was his buddy. So, so when, when the checks were all lined up on one side, everybody knew the Greek thinks that team can cover. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? and that, that, that was uh, – wow. that's funny. You remember I told you that story after we came back. I said, Jimmy, you won't believe what Commissioner Roselle <laughs> said. To us. We can't say plus three. Now, if you look at the uh, networks, oh the pregame yeah. shows – 
all the lines run, you know, they're the running on the a ticker. Sure. It's on a ticker underneath. I mean, that's yeah. how much it's changed yeah. in that time. And, and, I, and it should have. Yeah. It should have changed. And that's transparency, right? I mean, yeah, that's what I think the league, to be associated with Vegas and gambling, you got to be transparent. That's yeah. all people are looking for is the information. Yeah, you know, and as Jimmy knows, because he had to deal with big bettors, like we're talking about Mattress Mac mm-hmm. and, uh, and the World Series with, with Houston. But a lot of little guys like to bet $25, and, and it enhances enjoyment of the game for them one way or the other. I mean, it's... The, the entertainment factor is the one that really pushed sports betting over the top. Absolutely. In, in 1980, when the Steelers were playing the Cowboys for Super Bowl, there was three ways to bet the Super Bowl in 79. The side, the total, and maybe a halftime. Wow, maybe. maybe. Now, we couldn't do that anymore because... We had 300 proposition bets on this past Super Bowl. We went from three. But you could see every year it would be more and more where the general public right. started pushing this. So here we are today. Did you see that coming, Jimmy? That yes, Back in I those did. days that yes. eventually it would be. Yes, I was a genius then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Refrigerator Perry. Oh, you changed, had to bring that up. Oh, did he ever. Changed. Should have gone to Walter Payton. Forever. And it okay. didn't. And I swear to this day, Mike Ditka's a good friend of mine. And he's never confirmed. But I swear, he told some of his golfing buddies in Chicago, get you to Las Vegas before this game. Refrigerator is going to get in the end zone. I swear. <laughs> I, I, did, I did really good booking. I was at the end gym at that time. Yeah. I only lost 40000 when he crossed the goal line. Think about now, that. Art Manteris, who was running Caesars Palace, and it was really Art's first inclination to make that prop. He did real good. He lost 175000 wow. So I figured I did real good. Yeah. On that one prop. On the one, one prop. But and think then, of the value of the advertising oh, that you guys quickly, sure. let me Before we get to our friend here, but mm-hmm. like, let me tell you what, what had happened. All of a sudden, the AP guys, the writers, everybody started calling Jimmy. What the hell did we hear? Jimmy, what the hell? Did we, what was that going on? It just made us think of more things. <laughs> like, boom, it could be oh, anything. That's exactly that's what it was. You could pick any player. That's exactly what it that's was. That's amazing, that, that, that Super Bowl in particular, because there was so much angst about Walter Payton not getting in. Yeah, because he didn't score. Right. Now, now Mike did tell me that, that he feels badly that Payton – didn't score, but he didn't say, I don't feel badly about the refrigerator <laughs> scoring, if you know what right. I mean. He took care of his buddies in yeah. a Windy City. He sure did. And again, it's a, it's a moment in Super Bowl history that still resonates today, <laughs> the fridge with that big uh, run over the top there. Uh, we are going to have Jim uh, McInvale join us in the next segment, gentlemen. This sure. is great. If you guys don't mind hanging out until we no, get Mac no on problem. from Houston. So we're going to talk about the World Series, and obviously mm-hmm, Mattress right. Mac has a lot invested on the line here in Houston from some uh, bets he made before the season began. Jimmy, now here, they're almost up to as, as high as some places, almost a $2, minus $1.90, minus $1.85 betting favorite, the Strohs here. Do you think there's there's danger lurking potentially for those Phillies? No, I'm going to tell you, I got a great segment for it. We'll wait till Jim gets on because it's the correlation of him doing it and the way that he, what he said to me mm. and what I said to him, and you'll both enjoy it. Okay, can't wait. Brent, what do you think about this series just as an overview here? Well, I... I'm a good friend of Dusty Baker's, mm. so I'm, I'm wearing my Houston hat. I see and that. I'm pulling for him. <laughs> uh, I covered him as a player when he was with the Dodgers yeah. in the early 80s. I did local TV as well as uh, as the NFL Today and network things for CBS. And Dusty was always gracious down in the locker room. And then, between jobs, he became my analyst at the Little League World Series in Williamsport. And no one was ever kinder with the kids that I was around, then Dusty. Wow. He would sign autographs wow. for 45 minutes after we would finish a game, and he would always talk to the kids. He had a son who was a very good Little League player who's now in a farm system 
with somebody in the minor leagues, okay? So I'm a Dusty Baker fan, and I'm also a Mattress Mac fan. I love what he's done. We're going to have Mac on next segment when we come back after a very short break, and it didn't take a lot as a Metropolitan fan to hop on board your Strohs. I'm rooting for the <laughs> Astros now. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on a Thursday on Visa the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18, my first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust, he can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. Basketball season tipped off last week, and so did all the basketball promotions on Bet Rivers online sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the place to go for the latest odds, lines, and unique promotions like our weekly same game parlays. Place three or more same game parlays each week to receive a free $10 basketball free bet during October and November. Go to betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app today. It is a whole new ballgame. Back alongside royalty here in Las Vegas, Brent Musburger, and of course, Jimmy Vaccaro from South Point. Gentlemen, it's great to have you guys here again. And again, we all cannot wait to figure out what's going to happen in the World Series between the Astros and the Phillies. And one man in particular certainly cannot wait to see the outcome. That is Jim McInvale, but you know him as Mattress Mac, who's kind enough to join us now. Mac, we had to bring in some of your friends here with Brent and Jimmy to talk about this because you made some very astute bets on the Strohs before this season began, I got to think there's no shine away right now, right? You like where you sit. You got Brett and Jimmy there. You got two Hall of Famers, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Let oh. me give you the, the quick history on how I met this gentleman. As I said earlier, with the racket that I'm in, I've got a chance my whole life on meeting people who obviously think to some degree the way that I think also. Mm-hmm. And Brent's right here. And this guy right here, I'm standing behind the counter right over there in the sports book. And all of a sudden, this gentleman walks up and says, are you Jimmy Vaccaro? I said, yes, Sam. He said, we got to talk a little bit. I said, that's fine. <laughs> he said, I want to make some, some bets. I said, oh, that's fine. And so he said, you gave me the figure. I said, well, wait a minute. Hold on. You know, we're talking... What were we talking, Jim? Five years ago, I think it was the first time he popped in, when there wasn't even betting on the uh, sports, sporting events across the country. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to bet, uh, I think he said 500000 And uh, I said, well, that's going to be a little tough. And then me and Chris, we got together for about uh, 30 seconds and said, how about 300000 And we gave him the bet. So what I'm trying to tell you is, like, that was the beginning of a great relationship. Let me tell you quickly about someone that bets that kind of money. When you get a big player coming in to whatever to make a maneuver, whatever, uh, they're a pain in the ass. Everything has to be their way, their way, their way. They won't listen to anything you tell them that you have to do. This gentleman who became friends with me and Brent also was like, he was never, ever, ever a problem. So mm. we obviously, he did it for a while, then actually when the rest of the states jumped in, but I can tell as a friend, I have never met somebody who plays that high, who is just as nice as could ever be. Uh, Mac, uh, you stand with an undefeated team in the playoffs, and you go tomorrow, and then on Saturday, and uh, I got to imagine you're excited about two home games and the way the public has responded. Uh, how many mattresses do you think you've sold during this promotion? You know, we had a total liability, or we bet ten million to win seventy-five, and I figured uh, after the Astros swept the Yankees. We'd have enough money left to go all the way through Thursday, taking the uh, customers buying mattresses and get their money back. We had the biggest day in store history, 42 years on Sunday. And then Monday was a non-holiday Monday, not a Labor Day or anything like that. We did the same as we did Sunday, plus 25% more. So we blew the doors out and uh, we busted through the $75 million in liability. So we're through wow. taking... Uh, 
bets on the matches right now, but we've had a great time. The customers are excited, and they've got their fingers tightly crossed, game faces on, say, go Strohs. <laughs> this is amazing. i got to ask, Mac, how did you come up with this at Gallery Furniture? When was it that this popped into your idea to have a promotion tied with a big bet like you have on the Astros this year? I started doing it when the Texans played the Cowboys the first time in the wow. NFL history uh, in a regular season game after the Texans got in the league. And uh, I did a promotion. Said if the Texans beat the Cowboys, they were 14 points underdogs. You get your money back. The, t- the Texans were killing them at halftime. I had uh, not laid off the bet, so I was about to have a heart attack. And then the <laughs> Cowboys won at the end. But I figured out if that that was the biggest sales weekend we ever had up to that point. Uh, this sports promotion works where the customers get their furniture and then they only have an upside if their team wins, they get the money back. So it worked on that. It's worked on lots of things. And Jimmy has helped me out tremendously along the way. You know what? Let me uh, jump in here a second because we were talking uh, the other day about him coming on the show. And he said, Jimmy, some places I see the, the game, at, uh, the series at minus $2 and you're at one, minus 160. Why the difference? I said, well, first of all, what you're going to get and I firmly believe this. It's like you're going to get a ton of tickets between now and uh, the, when they throw the ball out on Friday night because people will want that $20 ticket as a souvenir and hope that you win the mm. bet so they have that ticket that they were part of the, of the winning, uh, uh, of the winning. obviously someone winning a lot of money. So my hat's off to you, kid. And uh, you're a national treasure. And one more thing. You know, the midterms are next week. Why don't you run? <laughs> I'm afraid I'd win. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. You would win. Uh, Mac, the thing that surprises people when I talk about you to them is none of them realize you were a running back for Daryl Royal during the heyday of the Texas Longhorns. Give Give me a little read about what you remember about those days in Austin when you were playing for the legend himself, Daryl Royal. Yeah, I was, I was a linebacker, and uh, uh, Brett and Jimmy and Dave, I was a great football player at the University of Texas when the Longhorns won 30 straight games, two consecutive national championships. I only had two small problems. Number one, I was too slow. Number two, I was too small, and the position I played was called the bench, but I was on the team. <laughs> That is fantastic, Mac. I did not know that you had that uh, in your DNA there. That is a fantastic story. Wow. Mac, yeah, that, you know, there was a, a full-blooded American Indian uh, an athletic trainer there named Frank Medina, and he would always, he was tough as nails. He would say, uh, ask, take, and give no quarter, and what are you saving it for, son? And those two <laughs> statements have stayed with me my entire life. He uh, he helped me toughen up, and uh, I'll always remember Frank Medina for really making a difference in my life. That is absolutely amazing. I'm glad that stuck with you all those years. That is fantastic. If you win, and the Astros win, Mac, you're on the verge of basically having the biggest winning bet ever recorded, mm-hmm. and it would eclipse the payrolls of 10 Major League Baseball teams. <laughs> you talk about going down in history, Mac. This would be historic. Well, we hope it happens. We're certainly, the entire town is fired up over the Astros. Astros are a very unifying force in Houston. You know, we're, we're divided and divisive like most cities are, Republicans, Democrats. But the Astros bring us all together in a, a sense of unity and when Alvarez hit that home run against Seattle a couple of weeks ago, seven million people, whether they were in the stadium or at home watching on television, gave a collective uh, 
uh, uh, whoop. So we, we love the Astros in Houston. They're great for the community, and uh, these bets are fun, and I appreciate all the help Jimmy's given me over the years, not only helping taking the best, but in guiding me not to be quite so rambunctious. <laughs> hey, Jim, will, will you go to the, uh, to the to games in Philadelphia too? Yes, we're going to the games in Philadelphia. We, uh, I'm looking forward to going up there. And uh, they said the Philadelphia fans are tougher than the fans in New York. I'm going to wear my Astros gear and enjoy the city of brotherly love. If they get on me, I'll say, look, I got a big futures bet on the Eagles. You, you, you hear that phone ringing in gallery furniture? That somebody else wants a mattress before they, before they start game on. Listen, Mac, far be it from me to give you any betting advice. But the next time you bet a Super Bowl like you did the Bengals, bet upwards of $10 million. Take the points for half of it and the money line for the other half. All right, my friend? I felt for you that day. I felt for you because you could have had four and a half for half of it. You know oh, what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but the price is too high. You know, laying that 110 versus getting 170. And then it didn't help. There's five penalties in a row on the Bengals. But, you know, us gamblers got to get over it. <laughs> You're a racehorse guy. You know what they say. Turn the page, baby. Turn the page. That's that's right. And winning requires no explanation, said my friend Nick Zito. <laughs> <laughs> and, be, and, Jim, before I forget, i got to pass this on. Michael Gaughan, the owner of the South Point, told me to tell you, you're welcome anytime you and your family want to come and spend a weekend with us. So it's our pleasure. I'll bring my daughter out there. Uh, she loves to gamble on dice. She's the craziest gambler ever, and she loves to play uh, blackjack. She'll get a... Uh, natural bike jack and double down on it. So I'll bring her out. <laughs> All right, kid. Hey, Mattress Mac, we really appreciate you taking the time. We're going to be rooting on your Astros as well. And I know everybody there uh, at the gallery store, they want to see you guys win as well. So we appreciate you. Good luck to the Strohs. Go Y'all Strohs. do a great job on the show. Good to see you, Jimmy and Brett. I, hopefully we'll win this money. I'll come out and, and uh, see you guys. And, uh, I, I want to get a big futures bet on World Cup. <laughs> the owner and operator of Gallery Furniture, there he is, Mattress awesome. Mac. Thank you, Mac. Uh, absolutely a blast to have him join us here uh, as we get ready for the, the World Series. Gentlemen, it's been a real pleasure to have you guys in the studio as Thanks, well. Uh, very quickly, just final thoughts here as we wrap up in the last 30 seconds or so. Yes, Jimmy, as you mentioned, you've got some shorter odds here on Houston. Yeah. Are you seeing action coming on Philadelphia? Yeah, it been- a small junk so far. When I, when I mean bet, nothing obviously is big, maybe five or $10,000 bet, but nothing more than that. And we have a 10-cent line, so it's really good to uh, shop uh, to, to make yourself better, a better player. And here, remember, Bryce Harper. Yes. Raised here, went oh, to yeah. school here. So there, there's a lot of Harper fans. Yes. I, and I hate to be betting against him, but I'm – so much on Mattress Mac and Dusty Baker's side that uh, that I got to pull for the Strohs. And uh, and we shall see. Listen, if the Phillies play like they did against the Padres, this will be a six or a seven-game World Series. Not every day you get two Hall of Famers by your side. <laughs> Gentlemen, really appreciate your Thanks, time. Thanks, David. As always, appreciate there they are. Uh, and good on job back. on Sunday when I was at the track. Thank you, Brent. You're the best. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Visa the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. 
Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.